Welcome in to the 24th episode of the Breakdown Podcast. I'm your host, like always, Josh Wissy here. Got the episode right today. I know that one for a fact. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at Josh underscore Wissy and on Twitch at Josh Wissy underscore where we play video games. You know, we just we just hang out there. You can go in the chat and drop some questions. We'll answer it and all that fun stuff here. Like always, I got Jackson Klein with me. What's up, guys? You can find him on Instagram at Jackson underscore Klein and... I got Brandon Ferlanti. Hello, everyone. You'll find him on Instagram at underscore Brandon Ferlanti underscore. Uh, this is our NFL episode, our big NFL episode. We picked spreads for every single game. We got one CBB pick today, though. We're going to do that beforehand. Before we start the show, I just want to say Lord, congratulations uh, to my cousin on signing with New England Revolution here, uh, entering his seventh season in the MLS. So huge congrats to him and his family. His family's my family, so congrats to my family. Uh... But yeah, here CBB first game we're gonna pick here. I can't believe we're gonna be talking about Rutgers here on the podcast. But Illinois is at Rutgers. Rutgers minus two uh, here on the show. I'll start. I'm taking Illinois. I I know Jackson's high on this Rutgers team, but I like this Illinois team. They got two great players, and I think it's just gonna be too much to handle early here for the Rutgers. They haven't excited me too much. The Rutgers this year. I'm gonna take Illinois. I'm gonna take Illinois too. I I like the win that they had against Duke early in the year. I was on Duke uh, that game, uh, but this Illinois team, I really like what they've been doing recently so far this year. And the Rutgers team, I don't really trust them, but it's a team like Illinois, so I'm gonna take Illinois. I'm gonna take Rutgers. I'm a big fan of Rutgers and in, in both the sport main sports. They've been playing great. They just beat Maryland away, which is a little surprising. I know no fans, so they've been better with that. They're going to be at the rack. I think just the atmosphere that they're used to. We saw it last year. They were almost undefeated at the rack. I think they're going to continue, win this game, and cover, as Illinois has struggled somewhat recently, losing two last four. Rutgers covers here. NFL, first game we're going to talk about here. Picking every single spread game. We got all of them. Then we'll do trivia, and then we'll do... Uh, Primetime game, Monday night, Sunday night. But first game here is Buccaneers at the Falcons. Buccaneers are minus six and a half. I'll I'll start this one. I was on the Vikings last week. It was the same lines, same spread. And I was on the Vikings. I said they play it close. This time I'm not on the underdog here. I'm going to be on the Buccaneers as the favorite. Buccaneers, they, they played okay against the Vikings. But I just think the Falcons team is not good, and I don't think they can compete with this team at all. I'm taking Bucks minus six and a half. I think this just everyone just has to take the Buccaneers because of history and how recency. But would I be surprised if the Falcons covered? No, just because the Falcons can put up points and the defense struggles at times for the Buccaneers. So, but I'm still gonna go with the Buccaneers here. I'm gonna take Buccaneers as well. The Falcons don't really have a defense, uh, not as good as the Tampa for sure. I know Falcons just score points, but Tampa's offense is going to start clicking, and I think this is the game. What I do with the receivers are going to have a really good game. The Falcons have no cornerbacks to cover Mike Evans, Godwin, or Antonio Brown. This, I think the run game that's going here, too, this is just going to be an overall great game for the Buccaneers, so I'm going to take them. I'm going to take the Buccaneers here also. This is going to be my lock of the week. I think they... Okay, keep on rolling. They did struggle a little bit more in Vikings. They did cover easily, but I thought they were going to win that way more easily. I think they're going to, though, pick it up here. Atlanta had a tough loss last week. No Julio again, and now that's starting to hurt them as they haven't scored over 20 
in the last two games. I think Tampa Bay is going to continue to get hot for the playoffs and cover this one easily. Second game here, 1 o'clock CBS. 49ers are at Dallas, at the Dallas Cowboys. San Francisco is minus three. Uh, Jackson, you want to start? Yeah, I'm going to take Dallas. I think they're going to continue from their hot streak. They like from last week, they were able to dismantle Cincinnati. Not very surprisingly. I think San Fran really got hurt in that Washington game and the Buffalo game before. I think they're starting to feel the injuries a little more now. And I think Dallas, Andy Dalton's going to keep it hot and continue and cover this one. Uh, I'm going to play contrarian. I'm actually going to take San Fran. I know I've been trashing them the last two weeks. I've been saying they can't win consistently with Mullins. You know, they can't win with George Kittle, but... Andy Dalton, I think, is going to struggle at times. And I think I'm just going to call a struggle game here for Andy Dalton. And especially in a game where they're the underdog, I think the line makers are thinking he's going to have a struggle game here too. I think he has a struggle game. I think 49ers weirdly win games. They've been weirdly winning games, like when they beat the Rams, and I think they weirdly win this one. They beat the Cowboys yeah, here. when they beat the Rams. I don't think they did. Oh, it was hard with the first time. Oh, the last time, yeah, they didn't have Jimmy G. Uh, I'm going to take the 49ers here, minus three. Uh, I'm going to take Dallas here. as uh, my lock of the week. There's really nothing you can convince me on the 49ers offense side because the quarterback play isn't bad. I think that the 49ers defense has been bad also. They don't, they don't really have any quarterbacks anymore. They have Richard Sherman, but he's older up there. Dallas Cowboys offense is just too fast for these old defensive backs the 49ers have. And there's nothing really that Andy Dalton will struggle with on this 49ers defense. They don't have that playmaker anymore. They have Fred Warner, but he, he got hurt last week. He's going to play this week, but he's not 100%. So this is a Cowboys pick for me. Lions at the Titans. Titans are minus 11. Who wants to start this one? I'll take it. I think the Titans are going to continue here and play well and cover this one. They covered Jacksonville. We were actually on Jacksonville. As we thought Jacksonville was playing close, they'll keep it close. But Tennessee really got going. Their run game was amazing. And this is Derrick Henry time. We all know in December, Derrick Henry runs crazy. He's going to continue it here. And Tennessee just get control of the ball and cover this one easily, I think. I'm going to go to Tennessee here as well. I think this can be a high-scoring game. There's just nothing that really convinced me. The Lions, just like Jaguars last week, that they can stop Derrick Henry. I don't really see how it's possible for them to do. The Titans defense has been playing better as of late, so I don't really see Matthew Stafford throwing the ball over the yard, especially without some of his top weapons. This is just Derrick Henry in December again, as I said last week, so I'm going to take Titans here. I love what the Lions been doing the last two games. Uh, they're covering against the Packers. The Lions are going to be able to score on this defense. I know the Jaguars didn't, but the Jaguars didn't even know who, they don't even know who their quarterback is right now. Matt Stafford has to play now. He's going to have to play hard. He's going to might be losing his job here. 11's a lot for a Lions team that I think played really well against Packers last week. I think the Lions cover this one easy. I, and I, I really think the Titans are a team that's going to slip up. I think they're going to lose one of these back-end games. I really do. And the Lions are a team that can, I think, are one of these teams that could beat them here at the back end because I think one of these games is going to fall on Tannehill and he's not going to be able to perform correctly and I think this could be it. I think the Lions have a real chance to win this game. And I said last week against the Jaguars I got burnt but the Jaguars just quarterback play is terrible. Matt Stafford's going to play a lot better than that. I think they have a chance to win this game. Texans at the Colts rivalry game here. Colts are minus seven and a half. Who wants to start? 
I'm going to take the Texans. Last week, they really disappointed me, but when you have a quarterback like Deshaun Watson, you don't get blown out like that two games in a row. It's not possible. In these games, Texans, Colts are always really close. We saw that earlier in the matchup. I think Deshaun Watson comes out anywhere from last week's game. I'm going to take the Texans here. I'm taking the Texans as well. I said it last time these two played. I took the Texans plus three. The line should have been seven and a half that game. And then adjusted for this one to three. It should have been flopped. But I'm taking Texans plus seven and a half. I think they win the game. I've been saying it. I love rivalry 1-1 splits. I think Texans win this game. I think they split this rivalry plus seven and a half. I think no brainer here. I'm taking Texans plus a seven and a half. I'm going to take the Texans also. When you have... Like a guy like Brand said, Deshaun Watson, who's been balling out, he's going to bounce back. He didn't have a great game last week. The Bears defense finally came to play, but I think he's going to find his groove again. Indianapolis, their defense has not been playing up to their to their uh, par. They've last four games, over 20 points each game, two of those games going over 31. I think Deshaun Watson is going to make this a game, and if he could get the, final, if he could get the ball with the final seconds left on the clock, they could win this game. Patriots at the Dolphins. This is a big game, a rivalry game here. To me, this is a game that Dolphins need to prove to people that they are the real deal here. Dolphins are minus three against the Patriots. Wants to start this one, one o'clock game in Miami. I'm going to start it off, and I'm going to take the Dolphins. The one thing that scares me about the Dolphins is that they revert back to what they did before this Chiefs game. But I think they could continue what they found against a not-great defense and this New England defense has been everywhere. It's been great. It's been bad. It's been middle. I think Miami will get their offense going, and I think their defense can make some plays on this iffy Patriots offense, and they can win it and prove to them that they should be in the playoffs here. I'm going to take the Patriots here. This is must-win territory for them. I just don't really like the Dolphins' offense at all. They they have no running backs. They have a receiver playing a running back playing receiver. They have injuries all over the offense. It's going to be a really low-scoring game. I just think that Bill Belichick figure out the young quarterbacks. He did a Justin Herbert. He's going to do it against the Tua, especially with less weapons that Justin Herbert has. The Patriots offense is scary, but I just think that they're going to have enough coaching and uh, experience to pull it out. I'm going to take the Patriots to win this game also. I 100% agree with Brian here. I'm taking the Patriots plus three. I think uh, this is a coach game here. Bill Belichick, I think, is going to out-coach everybody. In this game, like Brandon said, he's good at stopping young quarterbacks. He did it with Herbert. I think he does it here with Tua again. I think Tua's not been too hot throwing the ball, and I think he's going to have to throw the ball and win this game. I just think Patriots won this game straight out, too, and I think it's a weird game, like how he beat the Ravens, how he blew out the Chargers. I think it's another one of those, and I think Belichick gets another one in his category here. Uh, I just realized now I forgot to do records. Uh, we'll try and pull it up after trivia. Okay. Uh, yeah. Bears at the Vikings. Vikings are minus three. One o'clock, one p.m. game here. Uh, you know, what? I'll start this one. I'm taking the Vikings minus three. Vikings gotta make a case to stay in it, and I don't think the Bears are that team. I know the Bears coming off a big win over the Texans, which is a surprising game. Uh, this is gonna be a run, a lot of runs in this game. I think Dalvin Cook's gonna run, and I think David Montgomery's gonna run. I think there's gonna be a lot of running. I'm just leaving Vikings right now. The minus three kind of scares me. It's just because they're home. They're getting my, they're given points. But I have to take the Vikings here. Truly because I have Bears to not make the playoffs. And I, I can't go against that. 
But I like this Vikings team. I love Thielen. I love Jefferson. Dalvin Cook does his thing. And I think the Bears are falling off. I got Vikings here, minus three. I'm going to take the Bears here. I think their defense found out against Houston. And the last time they played Minnesota, it was a very low-scoring game, 13-19. And Dalvin Cook was bottled up until Akeem Hicks got hurt. After that, Dalvin Cook ran again. I think the Chicago defense will stop, will limit, not stop, will limit Dalvin Cook and give them the ball. And I think they could edge it out at the end and probably win this game. I'm going to take the Bears here. I think the Bears are going to definitely win this game. I know we and Josh the argument last week you played. Last week, the Vi- Kirk Cousins got killed by that uh, Buccaneers front seven. The offensive line did horrible. I think that he goes into another trouble game here against the Bears front seven. Cleo Mack will have an, a nice de- game here. They, the Bears offense also figured out uh, since they got Trubisky, now they have Dave Montgomery. Defense has got to play both those guys. They got to play all 11 guys in the field. I, I really like what these Bears team has been doing as of late, especially with the run game. I'm going to take the Bears here. That's what scares me is this 1-1 split can vary what usually happen right here. And I preach often and every you time. You like those, yeah. It, it has a good capability of happening, but I just like that the Vikings are home. And I like, I think Cousins is having a very under-radar game, and I think Neil and Jefferson and Cook are just going to have to play amazing. And I think they are against a defense because you know what? The first time these two played, the Vikings were the team that demolished this defense and showed everyone how to demolish this defense. I think they can do it again here. Seahawks, Washington, Seattle's minus six and a half. Uh, a lot of points here. I'm going to let Jackson start this one here, off here. I'm going to take Seattle here. I think back when Seattle played the Giants, the Giants and Washington are pretty much a very replica and same team. I think Seattle will not let them lose to a team like that again. I think they will find a lot of success. Their offense will get going, and they will just beat this Washington defense. Also, Dwayne Haskins is playing, and he's been iffy this year, and he's going to be relied on to win this game, and I cannot count on him. Seattle covers this one. To me, it comes down to Dwayne Haskins' quarterback play, and I don't think he's got it. He has to be getting minimum reps. It has to be so frustrating for what's happening to him. Because you know Alex, he's not playing in the playoffs if they make it. Everyone knows that, unless there's seriously something wrong with Alex Smith, but I don't think so. I think Dwayne Haskins has two bad interceptions in this game, and, I, and they're not stopping. I know Brandon's going to preach the defense is so good. They're so good. Because they are. <laughs> the Seahawks are scoring at least 21, and with Haskins behind there, I, I think he struggles to score more than seven. Uh there's going to be turnovers by Haskins, and that's going to lead to Seattle points. I guess Seattle minus six and a half. Uh, Washington's been covering every every week. This is going to be a week where they have a letdown here, and I think it's this one. I'm going to take Washington, the underdog of the week. Their defense is actually good. They're better. Their defense is better than the Giants. The Giants only had Seattle to 12 points. I think that Dwayne Haskins is going to get his stuff together. He's been behind Alex Smith this year, so it's different from last year. He actually has a mentor, a good quarterback to study from. A quarterback doesn't turn the ball over. I think he's going to take some of that. It's not going to be a throw all over the yard, 400 yard game for Haskins. I think he's going to take it slow. He's going to pace it down the field. Uh, he's going to, uh, the Seattle uh, well, offense is going to have some troubles with this Washington front seven. They can get after the passer. We saw when they played the Giants. The Giants have a good pass rush. They got to Russell Wilson. Washington has really good pass rushes. Chase Young is a monster. Uh, Washington will definitely cover this. I'm going to take the football team this week. Moving on here, last 1 o'clock game. On the schedule, it's the Jaguars at Baltimore. Baltimore's minus 13. Let's start this one. 
I'll start it. Um, this, this, these are getting. I'm gonna take the Ravens here. It's getting pretty scary for us. He's up for the Ravens. The past two or three weeks, they've really gotten the run game going. I think they figured out what to do. They put J.K. Dobbins and Gus Edwards in, and now Mark Ingram. Lamar Jackson has been very good running the running the ball lately. This is just gonna be a huge defensive performance in the Baltimore defense. Clayus Campbell and Ngakwe playing against Jaguars. Is he not let him go? Wouldn't pay either of them. This is just gonna be a blowout for Baltimore. I really don't trust this Ravens. Uh, Offense. I know that they have Minshew back. Robinson's been doing good. I just I don't really see Minshew being able to carry them past this defense. Uh, I'm gonna take Baltimore here. They found the groove. Their offense was clicking in Cleveland. Obviously, they scored 47 points, and Jacksonville's streak of keeping games close finally ended. And like Josh said, they have a lot of QB problems. They finally know who their QB is right now. I don't know if he wants to be on the field because he doesn't know if he's gonna be starting there for that much longer only thing they have going on offense is James Robinson and they're gonna need to carry him and he's gonna need to carry them Baltimore though I don't think they're gonna give the ball to Jacksonville a lot I think this is gonna be a very big win for Baltimore they're gonna win cover easily I'm gonna have to disagree with both of them I've been behind I'm behind in the records by a lot here I just think you can guys just say it with me here. This is a Minshew magic game, a Minshew magic. And when I say that, I don't think they win the game, but I think they keep it close because they've been with teams. I know last week I think was a was a mulligan. The quarterback played played terrible, but now they're getting back to the quarterback that should be the starting quarterback, not some third string backup that had a good game. It's the real starting quarterback. In my mind, I know back in that Titans game, he led them down the field and scored. And then he almost did it again, but threw a bad interception. It's coachable. It's reps. He's getting them now. Ravens can score. We know this. I just think 13 is too much for a game where Baltimore is going to have you on cruise control. But in the second half, in my opinion, Lamar Jackson might not see the field. I think they run a lot. But I, I got a backdoor Minshew Magic cover here. It'll really be some ministry magic. They'll be down by 19, and they're going to score, back cover score. I got Jaguars plus 13 here. I'm riding this wave still, even though it did not hit last week. 4 p.m. We got two 4 p.m. games, and we got trivia here. And then we'll talk records, and then we'll do the last games here. Jets at the Rams. Rams minus 17. That's a stupid amount of points. I'll start here. I can't take the Jets. You, you, they, they're going to score three points for the ninth time in a row on their first drive. For the ninth time, they're going to score a field goal on their first drive and not score again. It depends. It's, this game's going to come down to how many points the Rams score. Will they score enough? I don't know. I'm really leaning that the Rams score a minimum of 20 points. A minimum. So at the minimum, I'm getting a push in my head. So I have to take the Rams here at minus 17. But minus 17 is a lot. Uh, so really, the Jets can put up 10 points here and have enough to cover. So they, they could cover, but I, I there's nothing on me that can lean Jets here. They scored three points in my head. 17's a lot. Uh, I'm not going to take the Jets, though. I took it once, one-week thing. I don't see the Jets doing anything. They have no they they have no receivers to get open on the secondary. The pass rush for the Rams is way too good. I also think the Rams have scored two, two touchdowns on defense. Sam Darnold... Was he didn't turn the ball over last week, but the Jets all of it's going to do nothing against the Seattle defense. The Rams defense is ten times better than Seattle's. I also think it, it be, uh, this is a game where Jared Goff gets some momentum. I know it's against a bad defense, but 
anything counts in the NFL. This is easy Rams for me. Yeah, I'm going to take the Rams here. And this game is basically a stat booster. It's going to help the Rams. They're going to do everything they want. Jared Goff could throw the ball if he wants, if he even gets a chance. I think all three running backs will have a chance to break 50 at least. I think they got to run crazy on the Jets. Jets' only points may come on their first drive field goals that they always get. And I think if they don't get that field goal, they're not getting any points. Rams put up at least 24 and make this an easy cover. Yeah, so I, we're all on the Rams here. Uh, I agree with that statement, though. Two defensive touchdowns. I think that's, that's a good interesting, one. Yeah, It could happen uh, very easily. I think Jets are going to struggle to score, but they will get their three points on their first drive. Eagles at the Cardinals. Last 4 o'clock game here. 4 of 5 start here. Cardinals are minus 6.5. That's a hefty price here. Over, over, especially because the Eagles just beat a team like the Saints here. Who wants to start? I'll start. As much as I don't really want to do this, I'm going to take the Eagles. They, Jalen Hurts gave them a good spark last week. I think that they're running into a different beast with this Cardinals offense, though, because they can do so many things, so many more things than the Saints offense can do with that quarterback they have. It's just that early in the year when the Eagles played the Ravens, they had a similar quarterback play to the Cardinals. Uh, they really kept that game close, and they're going to keep this game close with Arizona, too, because... Eagles defense is not as bad. It's not that bad. I think they're kind of under the radar, especially the pass rush and the run stopping they have. I'm gonna have to take the Eagles this week. I'm gonna have to take the Eagles this week too. Like Brand said, it's a spark. Jalen Hurts gave them a spark, and sparks don't always last long. But I think it lasts two weeks long. I think that's just it. Usually lasts two weeks wrong. It's gonna go wrong sooner or later. They're gonna lose a game where they should have won. I think it's gonna be next week. Cardinals is an overreaction. You beat a Giants team that really didn't even have a quarterback in the game. The defense played well. I just can't ride with the Cardinals blowing out this Eagles team. I know it's home. I think the Eagles team, they're hyped. They're they're passionate. And maybe the Cardinals are, the team is too. But the Cardinals are inconsistent. They play so inconsistent sometimes. Sometimes they're the greatest team in the world. Sometimes they play like they're the Jets. Eagles plus six and a half. It's just way too much. The line should be three and a half, four and a half. Yeah, I'm going to take the Eagles here, and it's very much because of that line. It's giving my underdog of the week. This Eagles team got a spark, and you're going to tell me that they can't make this game close to Arizona when they did what they did against the Saints defense. That is very good, obviously. I think they get keep up with Arizona, and that's just the key to keeping this spread close. And if they get the ball in a situation where they can win the game, they could do it. I'm not saying they're going to, but that means that should be an easy cover, and I think the Philadelphia Eagles do that. We're going to move on to trivia here. The trivia question is a very interesting one. Brandon has 11 wins in the podcast. I have nine. Jackson has three. Uh, the trivia question is the top five tight end receiving yard leaders. I think it's a very interesting one. I definitely do not 100% know it. I don't think... These guys 100% know it. We probably know the first two, both all of us. Uh, but after that, it might be tough. I have Brandon's pen. Where's my pen? Jackson has my pen. You gave pen. it to me. My fault. Hmm. We're going to start here. We all know the first one. After the first two, it gets a little tough. But I, I have some names in my head. It's just that uh, I don't know where they are on the list. Yeah. We have to see here. 
I know someone is definitely on the list. I just don't know where. Uh, I don't know about you guys. Yeah, yards. Yeah, yards. Okay. Why? What else would we do? I'm um, just making sure. So it's like Jackson didn't hear the question. I the one made it. <laughs> That's the thing. Um. This is kind of tough. I have a lot of yeah, names. Yeah, there's so many that could be there. Now that I'm looking know. at it, it's, it is kind of tough. Because, like, I, I obviously all of them get touchdowns, but I don't think the yards. Yes. That's the thing with, with the thing. Uh, tight ends, yeah. Yeah. I 100% agree. It's getting a little tough now as I look down the list. Hmm. I have my fifth guy, my sleeper guy. I'm going to put fifth here. Yeah, I'm, I'm done. I really don't think. I really don't know. Is. This is an interest. This yeah. is anyone's ball game. I'm done. Also, I need I one more know. name here. I just don't know which one to put. That's my issue here. Uh. Damn. Damn. It could be anyone's game here. Damn. Who's a tight end that's balling? Like I don't know one. Screw it. I'm gonna put this guy down. Maybe he's just on the list and I win because of that. Yeah, that's the thing. You could just. Alright, I'm on me go first. You want Jackson? I'll go first. first. Alright. One Kelsey, two Waller. Yep. Three Hunter Henry, four Gronkowski, and five Tanya. Gronkowski. I'll go here. I'll start at five. Five, I have TJ Hawkinson. I think okay. he's been balling. I think he's on the list. Four, I put Moali Cox. You know, he's been <laughs> he's been doing well. Maybe that, why is that? Why is that funny? He's been doing well. Like two weeks. I mean, maybe I, he could have been consistently going. 50 and then my yards. three are the same as Jackson. I have Hunter Henry, Darren Waller, and Travis Kelsey at the back end. Um, at number one, I have Kelsey. Number two, Waller. Number three, Hawkinson. Number four, Tanya, and number five, Logan Thomas. Mm, okay. Okay. We have an interesting list. Let's here. hear this one. One and two, we. We know, no, okay. I'll start. Should I start at one and two? Yeah, because yeah. those are the guarantees. All right, so one and two is Kelsey and Waller. You get two points if it's on the right spot. You get one point if you have it on the list. Just want to clarify that. We all have Kelsey Waller, so we all have two. Can I ask who's everyone's three? Henry. Hawkinson. Brandon's going to be the wild card here. Number three. I lost the list. Number three is TJ oh, Hawkins. Oh, no. He's, he's, away with this he's a... How the hell is this his first... Uh, big game. I should I should have known. I was gonna put him at three. Hawkinson, but I was like, no, there's no way he's three. I don't have it. Who's no everyone's four? Balling. I have Tanyan. I need this one. I got Gronk. Number four is Hunter Henry. Okay. So I am on the list at plus one here. I have four. Brandon six. Are you have four? Don't you have more? Cause oh, I have four. six. Okay. Yes, you yeah, have six. I have five. Well, you have five. I have six. Oh, you have six. Okay. Because we got four. So I think me and Murray are gonna tie here because number five is Mike Jasicki. Okay. I wanted to put him. So we're gonna have tiebreaker for six here. Oh yeah. God. <laughs> me and Brandon here. It's always a tiebreaker now. <laughs> Every Saturday podcast is a tiebreaker. I think the last three weeks. Hmm. There's no tie, right? I don't think there would be a tie, but... Okay, so we'll do two guesses and then a conference? Yeah. Okay, so Jackson, wonder, who wants to go guess first here? Um, well, you, had, you had more two, so yeah, I'll let you guess first. Hawkins. Just let All me right. think of a name here. All right, I have a name. Uh, actually, you know what? I got one, too. All right, I don't, I don't really know. This guy's been balling early in the year. I'm going to take John o. Smith. Oh, that's a really good one. I put Tyler Higby. Nope. Neither. Yeah. Wow. 
right, so it's my guess until we conference. One more, then one we'll, more, and then we'll get conference. Go down. Conference. My guess here, I got one. I got one. Hold on, give me a sec. I don't think it's. I don't know. I'm skipping Cox. If it's him, I'm mad. Okay. I'm taking Jimmy Graham. I put Jimmy Graham also. Nope. Right. Oh, wow. So, conference here. Uh, the NFC. NFC? Okay. Who's been balling in the NFC? Oh, I got two names. I think I'm going to guess the wrong one. I got two names. All right, Kaya. Yeah. I'm going to stick with Logan Thomas here. I was, that was the one name I had, but I put Hayden Hurst. Is it Logan Thomas? No. Nope. We're both wrong? Neither. What? No shots, Evan Ingram. <laughs> Wait, maybe without his drops, he'd be there. Okay, I got it. Oh, that sounded confident. It's not him. He was hurt. I got it. It's going to be a shot. It might not be him, but I think I got it. The NFC? Who the hell? Wait a second. Oh, wait. Does he count as both? Um, what? How can you be both? Who's been? Oh, <laughs> I'm thinking of. I'll say it after this guess just to make sure. Wait, there's. I can't think of anyone. I have a guess. I don't know if it's right. I Whatever. mean, the Buccaneers have like nine tight ends. They do. That's probably. Right, I put Dallas Goddard. I said Dolan Schultz. Neither. I I was thinking of Taysom Hill. I was like, Wait, yeah, I was like, are you thinking of Taysom Hill? <laughs> Wait a I mean, minute. You didn't get hey. it. All right, time, I think, dude, come on. You guys could get this one. Okay, I know one you more guys guess okay. here. He, no, you guys could get this one. I'm going to tell you that. That should help you out a little bit. I, are we just overplaying Whatever, it? Whatever, man. Are we overplaying it? I'm, I'm throwing this out there. I guess. Yeah. Evan <laughs> Ingram. I put Tanya. Yeah, Tanya. Okay, thank you. <laughs> oh man, I was like, that's yeah, my like, fantasy tight end. I'm like, just chill down the. We, we names. all just passed over. Yeah, him that's all the brand's list. But he showed I, me. I, I, I didn't think it was him because I thought he just got touchdowns. I didn't think he got the yards. Yeah, I mean, if he consistently gets forty or fifty yards, you get up there. That's my tenth win on the podcast. Brandon Big with eleven. Yeah. Back to back wins here. Jackson's with uh, one day. I'll, three. I'll get some. Jackson's not good at trivia, you know? It's just not your thing. Your thing is picking uh, Definitely college not football trivia. games. Yeah. Too bad it's over. Uh, nah, I got a couple weeks left. NFL here. Uh, Monday. You want to do Monday first? Because that's kind of Yeah, let's do Monday night. Prime time games here Monday night. Steelers at the Bengals. Steelers minus 12 and a half. I'll start here. This is the game where the Steelers need to blow a team out. They got to... They gotta adjust to what they're doing. They gotta regroup, and this is the game they're doing against a backup quarterback. He doesn't know what's going on. They gotta win by. This has gotta be those games when they won early in the year when they're winning twenty-seven to three, thirty-one three. This has gotta be one of those games where they absolutely just hammer them. It has to happen if they want to compete for a Super Bowl here. I got Steelers minus twelve and a half. I'm gonna take the Steelers here also. Pretty obvious. You guys were saying how Tomlin's going to get the team hyped up last week. I think now it's going to come this week. They don't want to win just by the spread. They want to win by double that spread. They need to destroy Cincy like they did earlier in the year. And Cincy's QB is a situation is a mess. They're not going to have any time. Running's not going to go well at all. This Pittsburgh defense will feast. And their offense has to score. And they will score, I think. Pittsburgh covers. 
I am going to go with the Steelers as well. There's just really no one on the Bengals defense that can stop any receivers in the Steelers, especially uh, in the slot. Uh, there's really no guy. And this is another thing I said with the Rams before. I really think the CC Steelers defense can end up with two touchdowns as well because the Bengals don't know what to do on offense. Zach Taylor doesn't know what identity he's running on offense. They have no running back. The receivers don't even know what's going on. This is an easy Steelers pick. I'm going to... we got to go primetime game here. It's a big game here. Chiefs are at New Orleans in Louisiana. Chiefs are minus three only. What do you guys like here? I'm going to take the Chiefs. I'm going to keep taking the Chiefs. And getting that three is actually... I'm a little happy on it that you're not getting the three and a half hook. This Saints team, I just... I really don't know what's going to happen with Drew Brees. 11 cracked ribs and just everything that happened. It's hard to come back from that. I think he may struggle a little bit. This Chiefs team... He's got to score. I don't care who they're going up against defensive-wise. They're going to score. And it's just be a question. Is Drew Brees healthy enough to play this game? Is he going to jeopardize his career playing it? I don't know. But I'm going Chiefs. That's what I do know. You know what? I I got to take the Saints here. I think that this is going to be a shocker. I know that the you don't know what's going on with the Saints, but no Michael Thomas or anything like that. I just think that the Chiefs, they're going to give it up eventually. I think that Sean Payne's a smart enough guy to see what happened with them last week against the Dolphins. I I don't know if they're going to be able to keep up with the Chiefs. I'm really hoping they do because there's some games where the Saints just blow you away. I, I'm, really, I'm really praying that the, that the Saints pull this one out, so I'm going to go with them right here. I'm completely shocked you just picked the Saints. <laughs> yeah. Here. To me, this is a throwaway game for the Saints. This is a game where they're just going to see how their offense works. They got no Michael Thomas. To me, that's the end of the game now, right there. Without Michael Thomas, they look like potatoes on the I field. I did think that, but they had their crazy win streak in the middle of the season. Uh, without Michael Thomas. That's when Camaro is feasting. <laughs> Interesting analogy to use. I mean, it's true, though. And Add the, to the book of weird analogies that you use. And you got Drew Brees. I don't know what the hell he's going to do out Dude, there. I'm scared for him. I don't even know if he can walk. I'm scared for I him. I don't even know if he can breathe. Oh, <laughs> To me, it's it's going to be a sad performance for the Saints. I think the Chiefs go in there, and they just can't compete. Like Grant said, I think they can't compete with the offense because they're not going to be able to do their three-yard slants, which that's their game. Uh, and it's not even like you can go away from that and run the ball a little bit. You don't got Taysom Hill. I'm sure we're going to see a lot of Taysom Hill still. Uh I can very easily see that. Drew Brees obviously going to get his snaps. There's just nothing. I just can't I can't see the Saints winning this game. I can't see them covering with the quarterback coming back from 11 broken ribs. A 40-year-old quarterback coming back from broken ribs. To me, he should not be playing this game. This is a, a bad decision in my mind by the Saints. No Michael Thomas hurts them even more. They're going to look like potatoes. I'm telling you, they're going to look like potatoes on offense. What does that look like? They don't. They don't know how to play football. Okay. They can't score. They okay. can't do anything on the field. That's what okay. it's gonna look Just like. Just want to make sure. Chiefs minus three locking in lock of the week. There's nothing. There's nothing. The Saints have nothing good going into this game in my opinion. Nothing. Kamara's gonna have to put the team. Yeah, he's gonna, have to, put, he's gonna get a huge ass backpack and put everyone in it and ride the team. That's that's what's gonna need to happen. I'll just say that the Saints want to win. win this game. The Saints want to win and cover. Kamara needs to have the day of his life. I don't think and the defense happens. needs to play great, which is not possible with this offense. offense. The only way, Kamara's got to put the team on his back, and Mahomes got to have another three-interception game like he did last week. That's yeah. the only way they're going to lose this game, and I can't see it. Has Mahomes ever had back-to-back games with 
back-to-back bad games? Has that ever happened? Probably not. So I just I don't see it. I can't I can't buy it here. I'm taking the Chiefs all day long. We're going on to the last game here. Uh, it's everyone's favorite yeah. time to talk about the Giants here. Browns are in New Jersey. Uh, Giants are plus six here. I'm going to start here. I can't take the Browns. I'm taking the Giants plus six. I got Browns under nine and a half. They have nine wins right now. I need the Giants to win the game more than ever. Uh, Colt McCoy starting most likely for the Giants here. I think he might have been. They're leaning towards Colt McCoy. It's official now. Okay. Okay. Uh, Giants need a lot of help to win this game. I don't think they win the game. They need a lot of help. Plus six does a lot. I mean, what a good mm-hmm. defense. Good I amount. thought they're gonna get the offense in the Seattle was gonna go in there and blow the doors off them, but they didn't. And to me, I think there's a chance the Browns don't. I mean, Baker, there's always the possibility Baker Mayfield plays bad. You know, I know Psycho. I just said the Saints need Patrick Mahomes to play bad, but that's Patrick Mahomes. This is Baker Mayfield. He plays bad often. And I think it could happen. I think there's a legit shot of that happening. I'm hoping the Giants go in there and surprise me. Surprise me. I got the Giants plus six, but uh, it makes an uneasy feeling in my stomach when I think about it. I'm going to take the Giants also. This is a big revenge game right here for Cole McCoy and Freddie Kitchens. Kitchens uh, needs to get um, showed that Browns why uh, they shouldn't have released him, even though they should have, but whatever. Um, the Giants defense, I think that they're really going to stop at the run. They need to tackle. The last week, the tackling was horrendous on Kenny Drake. They couldn't bring down that little man. And now they got to face Cream Hunt and Nick Chubb, who are two big men. The, they just, they just got to play better than last week. The offensive line's got to play better. I really think that Miles Garrett can ha- cause them trouble, especially against going against Thomas on that left side. I'm really hoping that Cole McCoy and Freddie Kitchens get, uh, know how to beat this Cleveland team. Uh, we need a prayer like this Seahawks game. I'm going to do the Giants here. Yeah, the Giants always seem to surprise people at the weirdest times. I'm gonna take the Giants here. I feel like I have to, and just being a hope. I'm a hopeful Giants fan. I think every game we could win, and obviously, I think this game is a winnable game. But for that, there's a lot of things that need to happen for that. Baker Mayfield needs to come around on his circle and play his bad game right here. Freddie Kitchens and Colt McCoy need to lead this revenge game. Hopefully, Freddie Kitchens knows enough about this offense and defense and could give some inside information to the Giants because every little bit will help. I think they could cover this game. I think, because it's a Sunday night, I like to do the teasers, tease that one up to 12 for sure to feel a little more confident in it. The six is an interesting spread. I'm taking the Giants here. Uh, I just want to ask, what amount of points do the Giants defense need to hold the Browns to to win this game? 20, 24 or 21. Uh, 17, 15, around there. Because the Giants can score more than seven points. <laughs> They're not beating be anybody if they score seven yeah, points. Yeah, of course. And Cole McCoy, I'm hoping we see an upgrade. I think Cole McCoy can hold on to the ball. Yes, we won't have I think that fumble. last week when they played the Ravens, the Ravens really showed them that people can run the ball in the Browns. I think the Giants will have success running the ball did against Seattle against this Browns defense. Sunday night. Uh, it's a Sunday night game. I uh, I wonder if the NFL is questioning why they moved this game now. I mean, it's definitely better than the Cowboys. Original, it's better, yeah. But, I mean, there's other options that now looking at it. Bradbury's out now for the Giants. Like, I don't know, the Giants are a mess. But, yes, No Jason Garrett as offensive coordinator. That's why Freddie Kitchen's taking over. Yeah. It's going to be, it's going to be, they're going to need a lot of help. Like I said in my thing, they're going to need a lot of help. They want to go in there and beat this Browns team. But, anything else to add? 
Not really. I think that is going to do the show. We're just at 40 minutes, which is perfect for this kind of episode here. Uh, I got another trivia win. I'm marching down the field in trivia, catching Brandon here. Just wait for it. Wait, just wait. Yeah, I'll you've come been back. saying this for the last three weeks now. Trust the process. He's waiting for March. <laughs> yeah, that's my middle February time. to March. That's what you're waiting for. Just get thirty in a row. One of those hockey point. trivia. Three and there's gonna be like forty to thirty and then three. Yeah, he's at three where we need to win hockey trivia every other day, and he's gonna just fall <laughs> yeah, behind yeah. him. <laughs> just wait. Just wait. That's well, all I could say. At least Longquest started goalie still. <laughs> <laughs> at least my picks are not going horrible. Yeah, Jackson's doing great in picks here. He's second place uh, by two in NFL, and he's had a great day in college basketball yes, today. Yeah, I needed that. I loaned uh, both of them, thankfully. And college football, you're winning there, even though yeah. you, you went zero and six on Friday, I think, or zero Four. Five, those are only four games. So yeah, UAP. Uh, <laughs> UAP yeah. We'll see, though. I think that is going to do it for the show. No show Sunday, no show Monday. Like always, please have a great Sunday night football and a great Monday football. And have a great rest of the Saturday football. We got Clemson, Notre Dame kicking off in 45 minutes. We are all very excited for that one. Uh, hopefully, the Fighting Irish can get a win here. But I think that is going to do it. Please go follow the Instagram at the underscore breakdown podcast. <laughs> Antonio's looking at pictures of Jared Cook. I don't know why. Uh, please go follow the Instagram at the underscore breakdown podcast where our guy Antonio does manage that he posts our episodes, post our picks if we don't have episodes due to weather like blizzards that we had the other week. Uh, so you can just stay updated there. And please go drop a review right now in the comments if you're listening on Apple Podcasts and go if you're listening on Spotify or SoundCloud, drop a review on Apple Podcasts and subscribe there. That is going to do it though. Jackson, please hit him with an adios. Adios. Brandon doesn't get to say anything because he annoys me. I'm su- I'm still shocked you took the Saints. <laughs> yeah, I'll see if that backfires. But that is going to do it, guys. See ya.